iHeartRadio's getting you in the mood. Yeah, that mood. Binge Sex.Life, Season 2 now. Join sexologist Morgan Penn and Hayley Sproul for a 10-episode journey into the most intimate sides of New Zealand. Morgan's putting her body on the line to find out what's going on inside and outside of the bedroom in Aotearoa. Season 2 of Sex.Life is out now. All thanks to our friends at Wild Secrets. Use the promo code Sex.Life for a 20% discount at wildsecrets.co.nz. If you're listening to this and you play my basketball team, you will not see me tonight. The ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi. Good morning, Manaya and Lane. In for a Wednesday morning for the Daily Agenda, powered by Musashi. Um, playing off the back foot a little bit yeah. today. Yeah. Um, it was the 25th annual Bakel's Pie Awards last night. <clears throat> yep. We really pushed the boat out. The uh, night of nights. It's the night well, of nights, the pie awards. It is. It's the night of nights. The who's who of the pie industry were there. Well, Bakel's... Uh, I don't know why we were there. No one really knows what Bakel's is. Uh, it's a it's a brand. It's a business, B2B. They supply... They basically dominate the supply chain to bakeries. So, yeah. like, their flowers, yeah, all your goods. The ovens and stuff yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah, even oils, oh. everything. Um, with the Bakel's. So, and yeah. this is pretty much their entire marketing budget goes on this night of nights. Yep. Um, 72-piece orchestra. 75. Don't, 75. Don't sell them short, plus a conductor. Hosted by Di Henwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was a great night. I had to pull, I did have to pull the parachute before dessert was even served. I feel like you hit the ground before you pulled the parachute yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The red wines hit me at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> you know the table red wines? Yeah, yeah. So I sat next to Finn, Caddy, and my glass was just dangerously full the whole time. Well, there, there were white stuff going around making sure. I knew not to get on the wines because they make sure that yeah. it never gets below like yeah. half. And so you don't realise how much you've had. You got me. Because they keep they keep topping it up. Uh, cut to 1am and we're doing karaoke on K Road. Yeah, I've seen um, video footage. It's not, it's not a night out without video footage coming through of you singing Angels by Robbie Williams. It was a hell of it was a hell of a, a night for a Tuesday night because um, there were a lot of like American football fans that were out. Oh, yeah. A lot a lot of foreigners in town at the moment, and they were all so excited to be there. Got on the karaoke, so um, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into yeah. it. But um, let's start with England. They apparently, this is the story that's come out from the Ashes, did not hang around for a beer after the game. It doesn't we, sound like that. Doesn't sound like bears. It doesn't sound like bears at all. No, no. And so the Australians are up in arms about it at the moment. They're saying, "Oh, look, you know, it's not in the spirit." You know, they, for guys who were wanking on about the spirit of the game, the English. Um, they then whinged about getting a new ball for like two days and then they didn't stick around for a beer afterwards. Um, their defense is that they were celebrating Stuart Broad's retirement so that they had their own, they were doing their own celebrations so they couldn't go over and have a beer. But where do you stand on uh, not having a beer with the, the opposition? Well, look, it's Australia. Uh, they're probably the last team I'd want to have a beer oh, with, 100%. you know, because what if there's a risk? There is a risk that you go into the changing room to have a beer and look. I'd probably quite like a beer with someone like Stoinis. He's not in the team. Uh, or someone like Zampa. I wouldn't mind. But yeah. there, there is a tiny chance you end up sitting next to David Warner. Yeah, or Steve you, Smith. Yeah, you're between David Warner and Steve Smith. And yeah. I don't think any of the English wanted to take that chance. They were nah. like, look, if we go in there, one of us is going to have to sit next to these like those two wounders. Yeah, yeah, someone's going to take the hit. Yeah, and I think they all went, you know what? I don't think it's worth sacrificing one. Yeah. Let's all not go in there. Let's send someone over to grab Nathan Lyon and he can come and hang out with yeah. us and then the rest of them can just get directly fucked. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I think you're right. I think the reason the Aussies are so um, 
salty about it is because of how much the English team has been talking about spirit of the game and it's all about, you know, yeah. camaraderie and this kind of thing. And then they'd Instagram for a beer afterwards. What would yeah. it take for you to not, I mean, what would it take for you to not have a beer with your opponent after a game? Uh, they would have to just be wounders like yeah, this. Yeah, I think he just he just wouldn't want to hang out with them at all. Is probably yeah. you know beer, beer or no beer, you yeah. just don't want to hang out with them. They're so, just yeah. shit blokes. Yeah, we'll leave it there. <laughs> um, USA drew with Portugal to advance to the sixteen in the women's World Cup. Uh, Forty two thousand nine hundred and fifty eight people in attendance for this one. Um, Portugal missed a goal uh, to to win it by just a hair. That would have been a huge upset. Um, but the Americans were loving it. So that's a record crowd, the biggest yep. ever football crowd in New Zealand, men's or women's, yep. whatever. How come that was more than the opening game? I thought the opening game was sold out, and this seems this was more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like some stadiums do this thing where they s- sell a f- you know fewer tickets than they actually have, so then they can say that it was a sellout. I don't know. So was the first game sold out or not? I don't understand, because last night apparently it was more than the opening game. Yeah. So mm. I'm confused. But that's still a big crowd, 42,000. That's massive. Yeah. It, it is massive. It would have been great to see USA go down. So we're now into the uh, round of 16. Um, I'm following my Swiss team. Um, I, I can't tell you what other games were on last night because I wasn't paying attention to much. I'm, I'm an all in on uh, Norway. Cause yes. Because we, we beat Norway. Because <clears throat> we beat so Norway. Norway. And I believe that Switzerland are playing uh, Spain this weekend yes. in, in Auckland. Spain, who so, just got absolutely trounced by uh, Japan. So I'm coming in hot. I'm doing the commentary for the Bledisloe yes. at 2.30, and then I'm going straight to Eden Park uh, for that round of 16, because I think it's like a 5.30 kickoff. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so not too bad. straight into it. God bless afternoon. Oh. Uh, God bless afternoon for the- What is that? That... Oh. Is the sound of leather on willow popping you off? Sure. <laughs> sounds like something. It sounds like Peter Plumley Walker getting his final treat. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can assure you that is the sound of Kane Williamson back in the nets. Oh yeah. Yeah, for the first time, he posted on Instagram that he's got the old uh, sort of GM bat. Is that what he runs? Hey, he's Grey Nicks. Grey Nicks. Yeah. Um, and he's got that out, and he is back in the nets. Do, do we read too far into this? Do we dare to dream that oh. he's going to be available come... Well, isn't it August that the... No, no, no. It's, it's, it, actually, it overlaps with the Rugby World Cup. So it starts in, like, I think, um, kind of kind of October into November. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Do we dare to dream? So that's, what, Get like him in there. three months away? Get him in there. I mean, if he can hit it in the nets, you know? Could, Get him in there. Can you use a runner? And nah. the, um, no, they a few years ago they kind of slipped the new rule through that you cannot no longer have a runner. So if yeah, you're injured, right. you're injured. Yeah. And it was kind of targeted at the Inzamams of the world. Yes. Inzamam yeah. was never injured, but he always had a runner because he was just a big <laughs> fat, fat alu. <laughs> yeah. But boy, could he hit. Yeah. So they got rid of that rule. So yeah, if you're injured, you're injured. You've um, got to you got to tough it out. Like I mean, like Nathan Lyon did. Yeah. hundred well, yeah. yeah. percent. Well, how about um. The imagery, have you seen the, the promotional picture that they put out for the World Cup this year? And they've got Tom Latham on the wings. And so it's uh, Aussie, India, in front and centre. Then as it fans out, they get, I presume, less and less likely to win the comp. But we were the grand finalists in 2019. I'm not going to read into that too much. Like, I think that's just some wounder on Photoshop uh, at ICC marketing team who actually doesn't even know. He's just lining up yeah, uh, right. players. Yeah, uh, Here's all the players. Yeah, Can you make yeah, an image? Yeah, we've taken offence to the fact that we're not next to the trophy. Yeah. Um, look, let's be honest. We've never won it, and probably the teams next to it have won it. <laughs> uh, we might have been okay. in the finals, but it doesn't mean shit. That could be part of it. Yeah. Uh, all right then. 
Hey, it is Wednesday, so we're going to bring back Half-Baked Sports Idea. Um, I've, of course, deleted the sound effect off my button bar, so I will insert it yep. now. Uh, today's Half-Baked Sports Idea. Look, baseball baseball has been dying for quite a while. Has uh, it? It's basically only Matt Heath that watches it at this point. Yeah, okay. And one of the most exciting parts about baseball is the home run, but obviously they've gotten rid of the steroids, they got rid of the cork bats, so yeah, there's no home runs that? anymore. The second most exciting play in baseball is the catch against the fence, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. So what I want to do, my half-baked sports idea to make baseball more exciting, is trampolines in the outfield. Have the entire outfield of like Wrigley Stadium just lined with those little uptown bounce style so, trampolines. So just like a couple of meters from the wall. A couple is, of meters from the wall is all trampolines. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to one of those uptown bounce yes. sort of indoor? Yeah, yeah. you could have taken yeah. your kids there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's quite a good idea. I quite like that. It's not too half baked. But no. Can I suggest another uh, innovation for baseball? Yes. Uh, and that is um, they don't catch it with their hands. They put the mitt on their head. <laughs> so on your forehead, so you got to run in. So you basically you bounce and you got to yeah. got the mitt on your head, and you've got to just dive into the, the ball. The hard part about that is you've got no like dexterity. You can't yeah. like close the glove. We used to play when we played backyard cricket. You know, every backyard around New Zealand has its own rules. Yeah. Um, and so one of our rules was, you know, obviously one bounce, one hand. Yeah. Um, and then we would play two bounce, one head. So oh, yeah. if the ball bounced twice and you got your head to it, you didn't have to catch it, but if you just touched it with your head, then it would uh, count. And there was a footpath that went straight awesome. through the yard. So someone had hit the ball and then you'd just see all these, like, it was like, a, you know, SeaWorld when all the dolphins yeah. dive at the same time and they go splashing past each other. It was like that. Um, Cameron Street and Waimati. Just all these people just flying past trying to get their heads to it. I like that. That would be a good, um, yeah. that would be a good idea, getting the old, Mid on the head. But it's also, um, yeah, there's there's an element of risk in there, isn't there, of getting the ball to the face. Yeah, 100%. A well, well, hard ball to the face. Yeah, but that's, I don't know, that's that's what makes it so interesting. But, yeah, so that's what I was thinking because all of the highlights that you ever see are them going into the crowd, trying, you know, making a catch, someone in the crowd making a catch um, before the fielder can get there. Yeah. Fielder? Are they called fielders yeah. in baseball? yeah. Outfielders. Yep, so chuck the uptown bouncers in there and uh, make it a little bit more exciting. Yeah, too bad. No, you know, I think you're onto something there, but uh, once again, it'll never happen. No, <laughs> it'll never happen. It's too exciting. Um, all right, I reckon we knock it on the head for a Wednesday. That is the Daily Agenda brought to you by Musashi, which is used by some of New Zealand's elite athletes, including Aaron Smith, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, Carlos Olberg, uh, and myself. And uh, G-Lane. Roger Tuivasa-Shek episode will be out on, I reckon we'll chuck them out on Saturday and Sunday. We talked yeah. to him like last week, um, and again, that is clearing legal. Um, and so then that once, once, well, knock on wood, that it will clear legal, and then those episodes will be out on the weekend. And don't forget, if you want to get shredded like G-Lane or Roger Tuivasa-Shek, you can text SHRED to 3236. You go on the draw to win a uh, massive prize pack. All thanks to Musashi. We'll see you tomorrow for the feature-length agenda. ACC's Daily Agenda Podcast, powered by Musashi.